0: Welcome to Food for Thought, a podcast gab we where in a multiracial mix of queer writers gather around the table to talk about sex, identity, culture, what we like to read, and who we like to read. Mm. Food for Thought, let's get porked, let's get porked! <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm
0: Tommy Teves Pico, I'm an indigenous American poet, editor, and I'm your favorite kind of chick, bougie, bad, and thick. <laughs> <laughs> wwwwww <laughs> <laughs> Invasion of Privacy out now.
2: <laughs> Hashtag buy Invasion of Privacy on iTunes. <laughs> um, I'm Fran, I'm a writer, editor, and I'm the email that you're dreading right now. <laughs>
5: Actually, for me, very, very, very true. I am Joseph Ozenzen, scientist, non-fiction writer, piggy top, and to be totally honest, my blood is just mostly Truvada and penicillin at this point. <laughs> and Propecia. And Propecia. And And... and, Burpisha. and, Burpisha.
4: <laughs>
1: and I'm Dennis Norris II, and I'm a reader, writer, former figure skater, and try as hard as I might, whipping out my magnifying glass, pulling out the Google, I will never find the lie. Oh, wow.
5: Wow. But like like everything you gave up after like 30 seconds.
0: Oh, Oh, no. Don't come for D. Sorry. Joe, while you're talking, flapping your dick sucker at us,
5: will you tell us what you got on the menu today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week we drank Golden Shower and watched Drill Bill. We did not. We did <laughs> all of those things. Uh, Fran has sex stains all over the back of his favorite white shirt. Oh. He tells us why. Mm, we shirt. talk about how we were like born to make the show. It was just like gifted to us and our bodies. And for dessert, we can't let it go.
4: Mm. Take it
5: away. Yes.
4: Let it go.
2: Let it go. Let it go. That movie sucked.
0: Nom, 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 thoughts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Let's start the
0: top of this show the way any good top should, with a little tease, our uproarious appetizer segment, Amuse Boosh, and to mm. amuse our booshes today, mm. Dennis got a game what for What you us. got in your boosh,
2: Dennis?
1: <laughs>
0: so I have a fun, delectable um,
1: little game of Bone Block Bench. Can
2: you tell us how Bone Block Bench works? If again? you
1: don't know how Bone Block Bench works, you maybe have some issues, but it's basically a thoughtified version of Fuck, Chuck, or Mary. Fuck Chuck or Mary or Mary fuck kill
2: Mary fuck, fuck kill. kill Fuck Chuck or Mary I've never I heard don't know that. is that like the Ohio version I was of gonna Mary, say fuck I, think, kill?
1: I think that's <laughs> the Ohio that's the version yeah. yeah like Chuck the, like yeah <laughs> like Chuck him like Chuck him off the bridge or whatever or the Teeps version which is just kill 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes so um with that in mind I'm gonna go ahead and get going and we're gonna start off easy okay and then it's gonna get a little tougher okay, okay. all right. Adam Rapon, Johnny Ooh. Weir, Gus Kenworthy.
2: Oh, bench bench bench. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm Hi, Steve. I'm definitely going to block Johnny Weir and I'm going to bench <laughs> Gus Kenworthy and bone Adam Rapon.
0: You know, it's but like benching is too good for Gus Kenworthy. I definitely ah, just want to You know what? You're <laughs> You're
2: right. <laughs> I feel, I want feel want like that. Adam maybe I want to play the long game with. Mm. Maybe I'll bench Adam. That's a really good point. I That's,
5: feel like you can totally yeah. hate fuck Gus. That oh. body. Oh, he's hate fuck worthy. No, I
0: wouldn't. That's I, a good I, idea. I, I would not. If I was in the same room with him, I would leave the room.
5: Too big.
1: <laughs> Too big. <laughs> I I feel you on that. Um, I mean, I only have eyes for Adam in that group, so. That's all I care about. Um, Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, Ooh. and Draco
2: Malfoy. Oh.
5: Mm. Gotta get a bad boy in there
2: somewhere. I have to fuck Draco. Yeah. fuck the shag. Absolutely. Ovs. And <laughs> probably gonna bench Ron because he's super reliable and Harry is an egomani- maniac and we have to Block. I think.
0: I. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I would. I would bench Harry because I'm sure he could fill up some spells. You know what I mean. To get my body fit or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like. <laughs> yeah. Or I like yes. you know, just like you know, I don't want to go buy whatever book and like maybe just like make it appear. I don't know how he's, spells work in this He's better.
5: Know? He's better with his wand than Ron that is for sure. Harry, Ooh, um, Joe is which like, which one are s- you talking about? I all of them, all of them. There's that whole book where, where, um, uh, Ron's wand is like broken and he can't afford to get it fixed. And he <laughs> well, always <laughs> aggressively, you He always tries to do Red spells. To <laughs> <things>. <laughs> it's, it's like I identify. And he was always like stumbling over his words and, and saying like, the wrong thing. And like people that yes, don't love him back. Exactly. <laughs> it's me, everybody. It's me. Meanwhile, Joe's like, Where's Hermione in this lineup? I want to fuck Hermione. I want, well, I mean, I, want both to be Hermione and to fuck Hermione. Yeah, she I is, know. like, my, yeah, she's my I mean, god.
0: she's the
1: best. Her hair, her hair would, is the best. Mm. And the fact that, me. isn't she, like,
0: in, in a um, stage production? Of uh-huh. Isn't she black?
5: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was in a stage production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah.
0: love
2: that. Yeah. Everyone, of course, because people are racist, everyone was like,
0: fuck this, oh my god, that's not how it's supposed to be.
2: And, like, J.K. Rowling's response was like, the only requirements... In my book, is that she has brown hair and brown and brown eyes. that's, <laughs> yeah. so that's all that's work. in the book. That actually, turns so, out so. <laughs> you know,
5: and again, and people say it all the time, but it's like I, you know, there's all this like magic shit that happens in the world, but a black Hermione, right? Crazy flying car.
4: Yes,
0: that's Get what they said the about, about like black
5: Spider-Man. Like it
0: yeah. can't be a black Spider-Man. But it's, Spider Man yeah. literally doesn't like, exist. Like, like, <laughs> is ink on a page? It's made like, up.
5: He's, by, he's, by a radioactive spider. Don't do that.
4: Yeah,
5: <laughs> not,
1: that
2: I think he's Dominican. <laughs> I need to read that. It's he
5: is,
0: <laughs> he
2: is. I need to
1: read it too. I've been meaning to. Um. Okay. Trixie Mattel, Kennedy mm. Davenport, Ooh. and Shangela.
2: Ooh, Tommy's like, what is going on?
5: Who are these people?
1: We
2: had to throw a little
5: Drag
1: Race in there. It's from Drag Race.
5: <laughs> um, I, I am ignoring that list and and just doing all of the things to Katya. <laughs> wow, bye she's so crazy,
2: answer. and the fact that you're going after that is bonkers. You just you That's want to fuck t- her because I'm you are crazy. her. That's
5: my type. I love crazy and probably in need of rehab yeah <laughs> yeah
2: it is in need would just finish rehab <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i am definitely going to um bone trixie I, isn't that weird i'm gonna i'm gonna bench hmm. shangela because i feel like shangela is gonna be someone great for yeah. like i want to keep around and i'm gonna block kennedy i'm sorry mm. kennedy Ooh, i have nothing for her i just she's not she doesn't resonate with me
1: these are i I'm, I'm with you on this one, Fran, for sure. We're going to get political for a moment. All right. Sean All Spicer. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> what are we doing here? Anthony Scaramucci the Mooch. Uh-oh. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders.
0: Oh, oh my God. Again, I'm going to use the team's version: kill, kill, kill.
5: <laughs> you
1: have to bone one of them. Oh my god,
5: we, we hate fuck Scaramucci because he would shout the craziest shit. Right? You know, yeah, I'm going to go. Decided. I'm going to go with yeah. Joe on that one. Yes, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, someone was saying to me, I don't remember where they were. Like Sarah Huckabee Sanders is my favorite Midwestern replacement for a swear word.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> Sarah my god. Huckabee
2: Sanders.
1: It's so good. <laughs> I'm using that. I'm or using some, that.
0: Uh, or um, for something for somebody to shout when they're getting like their legs waxed. Oh, Sarah
5: Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> um, <laughs> or when they're getting fisted. I'm gonna uh, use that as my bye. safe word for fisting.
2: Your <laughs> safe word while getting fisted. Yes, is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my
5: yes. Thought life hack. Y'all can use that. It's like it could be the new Felching. Remember when, or uh, not Felching, but when um when what's his name, the anti-gay politician? Uh, Santorum. 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 It's the when, new Santorum. <laughs> it's the new Santorum where it's. Just like the lube stuff that comes yeah. out of But Sarah, Huckabee oh. Sanders is now the fisting safe word.
1: Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson. Oh, that's yes. one. Absolutely. Oh, wait, as a one unit. As one unit. Whoa. Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan. Whoa. As one unit. Aren't <laughs>
0: they not? Anymore? Wow. Well, you
1: will work your way the, in that's there. That's controversy. <laughs> and Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Oh my god! <laughs> this
2: is. <laughs> Oh
1: my god! I went. To, I told you it was going to get tougher. This is rude. You can't do units. <clears throat> I can't do. Rest. Who says? Why not? You know, right. I, saw, I. know you can. Uh, one of my uh, one Gabrielle of my favorite Union.
0: things of all time is wait, the Jenna Dewan and um, Channing Tatum lip sync battle. Yes, was really good. And so good. The way that they dance on each other, you know, they have the freakiest sex in America. Oh my god, you're right. Yes, that would they be, do. I would be. Uh, that would be my bone. How would you leave him? I just. I couldn't.
2: I would also, yeah, I would okay. definitely, that would yeah. be my bone because yeah. it's Channing Tatum. And again, yeah. I have I have a thing for people that can crush me
5: with their thighs. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Do you sure like, do. He has great thighs. I would knows. I want to sleep with Dwayne Wade so bad. Like yeah. that is just all I want in life. Of course. Yeah. So, I would like, definitely
0: bench um, Janelle Monet yeah. and oh. Tessa Thompson because like that yeah. is just evergreen. That is yeah. just, he's going to be perfect. Forever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that news was one of the happiest things for me of the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Like them being a couple, it's like everything to me. This one is going to show you how basic I really am. Oh no. We don't need reminders. <laughs> <then>. Yes. <laughs> I think we're all very aware of um, that. Jess from Gilmore Girls, okay. Logan from Gilmore Girls, or Dean from Gilmore Girls? Rory's eternal question.
2: So wait, Gilmore Girls know. is a band?
4: I
0: don't,
5: no, 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 no. <laughs> is this a. I don't know her.
0: It's I don't know like, any uh, of these
5: people.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's like a line of like, um, like travel soaps or something.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that new one at Gilmore Girls. Dennis, so what's good. your answer to your own question? <laughs> because no one. So what else do you got? Knows. What do you got?
1: Honestly, I can't choose. I love them <laughs> all. I love them all. Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Rita Moreno.
2: Oh, oh, Rita Moreno. Oh my God. Okay, wait. Um, I definitely have to. I'm. Hmm.
0: I would bone oh, Jane Fonda, hard? I would bench Rita Moreno, oh. and I would have to block Lily Tomlin. No, I love oh. Lily. I do too. But I don't oh. think I want to have... Oh, yeah. I don't think really I would hard. bone...
4: Uh,
5: I don't she's, know. A <laughs> she's a top. She's a top. She is a top, <laughs> top, Tommy. I'm
0: actually thinking through it. Jane Fonda is a Jane motherfucking Fonda top. Jane Fonda is too. a bottom. Yeah, that is
5: him. such
1: a lie. Are you
2: kidding me, I Joseph? No, don't know. I bottom. think
1: Jane Fonda is a top. She no, wears she wears
2: a strap on underneath
1: all of. Her <laughs> <arms>. <laughs>
2: Do not see the page six interview.
1: (laughs) Jane Fonda is a top. (laughs) Yeah, that was a tough one,
0: I know. Oh
5: my God. Thank you, Dennis. That was delicious. Thanks. Thanks, boys. Thanks
0: for playing. For our next segment, we're going to rattle your chains with an impure (laughs) thought story spelled T-H-O-T. This week, delivered by Fran. I am so scared.
2: Oh, my God. Y'all should be scared. For all those super fans out there, we have an origin story for you. Mm. Um, If y'all don't know, we met at a writer's conference uh, called Tin House last year. Um, We're going to be there again this year, which we're all really excited about. Um, But... While we were there, we're you know with a bunch of writers. It's, it's like you know a few hundred. How many hundreds of writers are there? Like
4: yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And like very few gay ones. Yeah. So we found each other immediately. Um, and it within our group of four people, there were a few other like kind of gays that were also like attaching to our group, and we were hanging out with yeah. just like peripherally. And one of those was a nice little beardy boy, and yeah. he had cute little piercings, and he wore a cute little plaid shirts and like <laughs> he's
5: just so we were in cute. portland yeah was very on he was brand.
2: extremely portland he is extremely cute and i would and i was it was like peripheral but i wasn't really paying attention to him but the first night we all hung out together i think we all went to like that really like what bar was it It was kind of like a trashy dive Some, bar
5: i mean it's portland
2: so yeah that's all they yeah. have there we were all together we're hanging out we were like kind of like Touching each other a little bit, like touching the small of the back, Ooh. like we had one of those moments, and it was kind like of touching int- butts here and
5: there. It was an mm-hmm. interesting time because we were all with each other, but like no one, wa- like in mm-hmm. our little group of people, there was like no one was sleeping with anyone else. No, but mm-hmm. yet we were at like a gay nerd camp, and so we were yeah. all super horny.
2: Yeah, I well, I personally wasn't looking for it. So like, I'm, but I'm also never looking for it. Were so. You
0: though, could you reach the small of his back?
2: I <laughs> by because he was hate <laughs> <"Hey>, you. Um... <laughs> Anyways, the first night was, like, a bit of a bust. I, had like, kind of maybe thought we were going to, like, go home together and, like, miscommunications, unsinking, like, we both went home to separate beds. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that kind of sucks because, like, I got, like, really horny at that bar and I, like, wanted to, like, go home and fuck and, like, it didn't happen. I was like, it's fine. We have class tomorrow. I don't want it. Whatever. Day two. Day two. <laughs> Day two is very important because um, – and, and another important – well, okay. So we were out. We were having a, a really great time, getting really shit-faced. I don't remember where, though. I think we were, like, back at Tin House. Yeah. We were drinking rosé, whatever. We – at this point, I was like, okay, like, this is happening. We're going to have sex. Like, I, I'm i planning on this. Like, we are making this happen. I manifest – I'm manifesting it. It's, like, the secret, okay? I am, like, here – to make this happen at the end of the night. And we were, and by the end of the, by the end of the evening, I was like, I'm into this. Like, this is definitely happening. We'd been touching each other. We'd been like, kind of like kissing, like when everyone was like out of the room or yeah. when everyone was like, we had little moments together. Where we were kind of like making out here Ooh, and there. Okay. And I was like, I was like, yeah. okay, here we go. This is going to happen. This is great. And I was like, oh, I am staying in an Airbnb right now. Um and if you all don't know what Airbnb is <laughs>
0: Dennis <laughs> just Dennis. Gets, <laughs> this, I'm saying Dennis, this only
5: to Dennis at this time literally had um, never heard of an Airbnb
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. That was never heard before Dennis and had then, discovered Airbnb. Yeah. And then uh-huh, when uh-huh. we
5: went on another trip with Dennis a few months later, and I told him I was staying with a friend, which I called my air free and free. Mm-hmm. Dennis, like, died <laughs> laughing as though it oh, were the funniest joke of all time. And that's how I love you, baby.
1: <laughs> I always laugh at your bad joke. I know.
5: Because
4: <laughs> I
2: love you. But I was staying at a really cute one, okay? It was an urban farm. Like, they had <sighs> a few acres of land. They had their plotting, like vegetables and fruits and they had hens and goats and all these cute animals and like i had a really great room there um but it's an airbnb and we were staying within a host family so there's another family that Uh, lives there full time and i was staying in one of the rooms and you know them yeah and i know them they're they were like cute and friends of mine they've the the airbnb that i go to every time i go back and i was like i don't want to like mess up that relationship so i'm not going to take a guy home but there was a tent in the backyard of the airbnb mm-hmm. it was super cute it was a dome tent it was like hella spacious and they had a full bed inside Ooh, the tent wow. because this is important so detail they rent the tent out as well mm-hmm. for airbnb
0: mm-hmm. but is that, does that, is that, a, is that does that count as a yurt or no is that yeah, different it was yurt like but it was not a yurt. Okay, but in in it being yurt um, a- analogous, <laughs> would you say that as you approached the yurt like structure, you said yurt 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 yurt? Bye. <laughs> I
2: didn't know what was coming, but I knew something was coming. <laughs> Uh, yes, so anyways I did say exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> I watched him and I was like, You're 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 so anyways, we took a cab back to my Airbnb and I was like, We're gonna fuck in this tent because that's gonna be really cute. Oh yeah. And it's and I knew right, 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 right. and I knew that the Airbnb the Airbnb host had told me explicitly that no one was staying there that night. And I was like, It's empty. It's cool. We're just gonna clean up afterwards. It's gonna be you know, really uncouth. It's gonna it's like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, it's gonna be fine. So we're sneaking out, two o'clock in the morning, back to my Airbnb, sneaking over to the tent, and I and it occurs to me as we're walking over there, very drunk, that I'm like maybe there is someone there. I don't know. I can't remember. And I was like, oh, is there someone there? And I was like, no, 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 there isn't. There isn't. There isn't. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So I like walk up to the tent. He's right behind me. So we're horny right as hell. I start to unzip the tent and then I, 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 for a second, I'm like, I'm like, oh, we're in the clear. It's fine. I get halfway up the tent zip and then I hear a,
4: hello? Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I remind you, it's two o'clock in the morning. I am,
5: <laughs> so, I am so glad oh the subtle tent unzip woke them up. I would have just keep sleeping. And I, I know it would have been like, oh, way worse. It would have
2: been. I mean, uh, yeah, it would have been a disaster. But still, was a disaster. <laughs> um, you would have thought that that very thing would have st- would have stomped. stomped my boner, but it did not. <laughs> I did not. I did not let it wear I me down. Know. I was like, this is happening. I don't know. I don't care how it happens, but it's happening. So we tiptoed away (laughs) from the tent just (laughs) as quickly as we possibly could go over to the other, completely other side of the house where I'm like, let's just like fucking a bush or let's fool around or something. like, I'm like here. I'm, I'm like, so I don't. I think this was also the end of like what was an eight month dry spell. Oh my so god! So I think that that's yeah, just, just to like, remind you, bushy. Like, to remind bushy. you <laughs> the headspace yeah. that I'm in. I was like, this is happening. Yeah. We find a very comfortable. Pile of mulch. Oh,
4: no. <laughs>
5: Brand.
2: Brand. I reclined into the pile of mulch, and I, I remember.
5: Don't, I don't like your life choices. Bro. I remember. <laughs>
2: I remember that I was on bottom because the next morning I had like a full mud stain on like a uh. mulch stain on the back of my white t shirt that I really oh, love. No. <laughs>
4: oh my
2: god! We're unbuttoning pants. We're like starting to touch each other here in places, like doing know. like partial sex. We're like we're like okay. We're is this happening? Is this happening? And then all of a sudden, I start taking off my pants.
4: Yeah. And then yeah,
2: you do. And then. He goes, where where where's my phone? Where's my wallet? And I was like, what? uh, I was like, what? And he's like, I I I lost my phone. I lost my wallet. And I was like, what? How are you
0: paying attention to your phone and wallet at that exact
2: moment? I was like, "Uh, you can I can't couldn't you remember this like in. 10 to 20 minutes. Like, 12.
4: 12 12, minutes. 12, is, 12
2: is my top. Thank you, Joe, for remembering. This was
0: an 8 month dry spell. two.
1: You don't need much. You don't need much. That's a wham, bam. Thank
2: you, ma'am. So this was the true boner stomp. This was the boner stomp to end all boner stomps. And um, he went to go find his wallet. We dug around in the bushes, took like 20 oh, minutes for us to find God. his wallet. Um, and after that, I was just like, I just called you a cab home. So I'm mm. sorry. I'm glad. I'm going to bed Um, because I was just over at that point. Night number three. Yes! <laughs>
4: yes!
2: I have one last opportunity yes! to redeem myself. I'm risen. like, this is happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she never really went down to begin with.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I rem- I don't remember what we were doing, but I remember I was having a really good time with y'all that night. And it was kind of hard for me to like, kind of peel away or like figure out whatever we were doing afterwards. Was that
0: karaoke night? It, it uh, might've
5: been, it but bad. I don't remember. I, I do. Re- I actually remember this night because I was so oblivious. Either you're good at hiding or I'm incredibly oblivious. I'm really good at hiding. Um, because we were all out together again this night where it finally happened. I remember we took a, a lift back to the Tin House campus mm-hmm. and you all kind of went off together. And I was just like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> like, I <had> no idea. <laughs> that's aggressively me. I
1: no idea. And that is aggressively chill. <laughs> so after, Everything's
0: fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember after doing after uh, uh, some like frottage on top of a picnic table, I was like, let's go back to His dormitory because at Tin House, you don't have rooms, you have dorms.
5: Dormers. It's Um, on Reed campus. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Like you have the plasticky twin mattress. It's horrible. We went back and we had really loud sex yeah. like and, and he was also like one of those guys that loves to like suck on armpits and it was just like that's like one of my favorite things. wow yeah, he <laughs> did not knows? know that I know did not I know did love it did so much I didn't suck on his armpit because
5: he he. I was like I can't I'm not, I, this, <laughs> is not my, this is not <laughs> my this is not the smell for me this ha- is unsavory <laughs> I have to say that I once was at a club with him like a year later and he and another boy who also loves sucking armpits literally put on a 20 minute show sucking each other's armpits on the floor Wow. of this club wow. in Brooklyn oh where God. it was like, there ended up being a whole circle around them because everyone was just like this is
4: weird. <laughs> I
2: am glad that he's making art out of that because he's good at it.
5: <laughs> he, I mean, it wow. was a
0: lot of stuff happening. I've sucked an armpit before but it's not something that I necessarily enjoy. I could just tell that something that that person was really going to like. Oh, yeah, I yeah, only yeah. like my
2: armpit um, being sucked.
0: You're Same. a bottom. Same. Yeah, the bottom <laughs> Same. of armpit. I won't.
1: Yeah, it's like me with roaming. I won't do it.
2: Following morning we are all at lunch together. We have a very nice young straight boy that was in Dennis and I's class. His name was Craig. Poor Craig. <laughs> Hi, Craig. <laughs> Hi, Craig. If you're he's not listening. He's not. Bye, listening. He's he's not, not, not Hi, a, you're not the target Why? demographic for this. I think that his the fact Craig's that his name is dead. I think, <laughs> I think the fact that his name is Craig is very important. That a, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh we were all I was waiting in line at uh at lunch and he was next to me. I didn't know him that well. Um, but he was in my class and I knew that we were we well, so we I mean had, how like, well do you know a Craig? Yeah. Yeah. You even
0: sort of say how? it, kind of sadly. yeah, Craig. Craig. Like, yeah. How much it's is like to know? Ma-
2: the bottom of your mouth like drops. It does. A little bit.
4: Yeah.
2: Um. And but we were making casual small talk, and I was like, oh, what did you do last night? And he was like, oh, you know, nothing much. Went back to my dorm. I couldn't really fall asleep because like this couple next to me was having really loud sex, and the girl was really loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Wow, that's really inconsiderate. How dare she! I also didn't remember in the moment that we had really loud sex but uh, I, I recalled and I was like oh yeah eight month dry spell yeah just that was a also like dormitory like puts that back into you that mm-hmm. like deep oh. dis- consideration for like anything yeah. around you it's just, like, just like I'm gonna fuck loudest possible can I'm actually like, gonna like overcompensate I'm gonna like I'm gonna like not
5: even mean it <laughs> you, you want your RA to knock yes, on the door for exactly. <laughs> um, and
2: I, I remember confirming me like oh oh what what dorm were you in it's like this one And I was like oh yeah, yeah mm, that was okay mean. what floor reunions like this one I was like
0: mm, okay yeah got it,
5: got it. <laughs> and, just to clarify for all our listeners who who was the loud girl <laughs> who it,
2: that? it was me
5: <laughs> I was the loud girl yes. <laughs> yeah,
2: and were, I regret baby. nothing yeah. sorry yeah. suck it Craig <laughs> I'm so proud Craig. of you for this. Brand. You did I'm great. so proud. Another, uh, the, the, the final thing. So poor, again, poor Craig, but poor, <laughs> I offended another party in this grand scheme of events. The final morning of um, my Airbnb stay, I was having breakfast with my host because yeah. I have breakfast with them every morning before I went off to school. And um, my host said, yeah, we, um, I hope you had a nice day. I know that the people staying in our tent didn't have as much, has, didn't have as good of oh, a nice no. day. And I was I was like, I was like, oh no, why? And she goes, someone tried to get into their tent at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and she, oh, and no. I was like, I was like, no. <laughs> are you serious? That's terrible. And She's the like, i Oscar
0: made- <laughs> goes too. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: she was like, I made breakfast for them this morning. I feel so bad. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that's you. You know, I guess safety, you know, yeah. like you just have to be, just gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> have you thought of putting up a fence? You said. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I just like fed her. I was just like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that that totally sucks, but it was me again. <laughs> so this has been the saga of how I terrorized Portland with a thought story, but with very little sex in it. <laughs> it was just, again, just you a got lot what you of boner needed in stomps.
0: the end, though. I is did. Yeah. Is it, in in the context of loud sex, is it just noises or do you say things? where you
2: I never say words. Okay. Ever. I don't like to say words. Okay. I'm not I might say yes, okay. but nothing okay. Okay. else. Okay. What about you? Do <gasps> you what do
5: y'all say? I say Tommy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Cardi.
5: <laughs> um My I had a boy over the other night and um we actually just went to sleep, but my roommate heard really loud sex noises and totally thought they were me. But they were the straight couple upstairs. Aww, Isn't that sweet? Oh, that's yeah, really that's nice. Hilarious. So we know what I sound like. Mm. Um,
1: listen, I'll give a motherfucking speech while I'm getting plowed. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <death! laughs> I say words. Four score in seven, seven, years seven years ago. <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all in
5: iambic pentameter. It, it's in iambic pentameter to the it, sound to that, of the person that,
4: beating up Dennis' yes, ass.
0: Yes, and the bed but against stomach. the wall.
4: <laughs> Quote the raven. <raisins>. Yes.
1: Listen, <laughs>
2: evermore.
1: <laughs> we, we, we ain't subtle over here. We just, we don't play subtlety.
2: <laughs> but it's when you're not going fettuccine.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> a pizza. <laughs>
4: Exactly, pepperoni. You have to go. <laughs> it's over. Bye, everybody. Bye.
2: Okay, so we always say that this podcast was brought to you by Rose, but it was hmm. also brought to you today by Squarespace. Squarespace Ooh. and well, uh, y'all. We just want to play a little game with y'all. It's called Squarespace Template or Thought We Fucked. Uh-oh. <laughs> Just, like, our absolute favorite thing. So, okay, (laughs) which of these is it? Is this a Squarespace template, or is it a thought we fucked?
0: Kent. Oh, that has to be a a thought. I would say, if, okay, if it was a thought, Thought we fucked.
5: I would it was Dennis. swerve it to it was Dennis. 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 I would swerve it to D. Yeah, look at the look on his face. <laughs> yes. Dennis fuck Kent.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would never fuck a Kent, but I feel like a, a Kent would like accidentally slam a door in my face as we are entering a building. <laughs> That's something, that. a, like, what, something a Kent would do. That is very
1: real. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a template, but I have been dying to sleep with a Kent. Oh,
2: it is. Kent is um, a Squarespace template. Mm. Oh. <laughs> so what about Pedro?
0: Pedro is somebody that no nope. that Joe is fucked. I think no. it's someone
2: that Tommy's fucked and he's he's covering, <laughs> he's covering it up. Covering it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is classic
4: Tommy. <laughs>
1: oh I, I think it's something someone that Fran has
0: fucked. Is it Fran? It's it, Tommy. Is. You always try to deflect. Oh, mm-hmm. you see that's mm-hmm. your game. That's your game. You're on the offense. And You're on the it's offense. A Squarespace template. <gasps> oh, oh, I know. oh, you can use oh, lavish
2: that. video backgrounds. Make the images to video uh, to visitors. You know, just prettier. Mm-hmm. What about Kiefer? <laughs> Kefir? Yes. Keifer. Keifer. As in Sutherland? As in Kefir <laughs> T- Sutherland, as in also the yogurt, the drinkable probiotic yogurt. <laughs> That you, a, a white woman in Whole Foods, can buy. Dennis? That back,
0: just arched. white woman in Whole Foods <laughs> so. just gave me Dennis. But that, so. also, is, that a, is Kiefer
2: a name? Can it really be a name? It can
5: really totally be a name. Kiefer Sutherland, the I actor. Feel like Dennis Who? D- douches with Kiefer. <laughs>
2: <character. laughs>
1: Unnecessary. Oh, um... It- Kefir is, in fact, a thought I've slept with. Wow.
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow.
1: That that is a true story. The kefir yogurt fortune? (laughs) Listen, listen. (laughs) It was a good
2: time. You can head to squarespace.com/slash T-H-O-T. T-H-O-T. Free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code I O T. I don't know how to spell that. No, <laughs> I mean, to save ten percent off your first purchase of a website or domain. Yes, yes.
0: This message comes from iHeartRadio sponsor Mercury Insurance. If you're looking to save some money, you should really think about getting a quote from Mercury because Californians save an average of six hundred seventy-seven dollars with Mercury. It's quick and easy, and in just a few minutes, you might find you could save a lot of money on your auto and home insurance.
5: Plus, Mercury was named one of America's best insurance companies by Insure.com
0: four years in a row. Low rates, big discounts, great insurance. Go to mercuryinsurance.com today to get a quote.
3: It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care, and even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Health care is backwards. Hi everyone, it's Katie Currick, here to tell you that my podcast, Next Question, is back with a whole new season. New guests, new topics, same curious me. My next question, my next question, my next question, so here's my next question. I want to talk about all the things, like how we're going to get to a post-COVID world. Can you even imagine it? How to heal from the trauma of this year, and how to find and share joy despite it all. Join me for season three of Next Question with Katie Couric. New episodes every Thursday. Subscribe and listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> it's time we get
4: to
0: the meat of our discussion, the thought process spelled T-H-O-T. T-H-O-T. And our topic today is one that is evergreen for me in the sense that I am always k- kind of asking myself this question, which is, what's more important, you know, talent or hard work? Yeah. And mm. does talent even exist? And is mm. one more important than the other? And, you know, like, pop culture is replete with examples of people like Jennifer Lopez, like J-Lo, beloved J-Lo, um, who I don't think is a very talented vocalist necessarily but is an incredibly hard worker versus somebody like more and um i'm real is one of the best songs of all space and time just fyi Mm. and then somebody like mariah carey who is you know very talented and i'm sure she did work hard at one point but you can't tell me (laughs) she is getting lifted around the stage like she does not work hard anymore (laughs) where's the lie And, like, you know, as I said before, I'm kind of always asking this question of talent versus hard work. But this week in particular, it kind of slapped my feelings across the face because I was um, a writer in resident at Columbia. So I was meeting with a lot of students. I had office hours. They would come in with their work. And I'm a talent skeptic. Let's put it that way. Like, I don't necessarily believe in it because hard work has taught me a lot. But... You know, when I was in those conferences with those kids, you know, they were Columbia MFA students. They were all competent writers. They were all delivering me information, but a couple of them in particular, they just did something different. And I was Mm -hmm. like, this is actually excellent. And, you know, I don't know if it's talent, but then, you know, I was reading um, from Sam Delaney's book about writing where he said, talented writing makes things happen in the reader's mind vividly, forcefully, that good writing, which stops with clarity and logic, doesn't.
4: Mm -hmm. Uh, Right?
0: And that it, like, alights a different corridor in your mind. And I got something – I got an experience. I didn't get information. You know, I think that's the difference for me a lot of times between good writing and excellent writing. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Um, But the first question that I would like to ask you is simply, like, do you believe talent exists? Mm -hmm. Mm.
2: I do believe talent exists and I do believe that to be successful, you do need a combination of both talent and hard work. And more often than not, one is, is more so than the other. Unless your name ends in Kardashian or Jenner, in which case you don't (laughs) need to be talented (laughs) nor hardworking. Um, I I love that meme where it's like Barbara Walters and she's interviewing like all of the Kardashians and she says, well, I mean, you all, you all have no talent and they're all like, they're all like, yep, good good point. That is just true. true. Yeah. 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 Mm
5: (laughs) Um, I – this is Joe. I I think it's a big part of the Irish Catholic mentality that I grew up with that talent is the lesser important of the two things, that hard work is the only thing that gets you through life, and that no matter how talented you are, if you don't work hard – nothing will happen for you. Mm. Uh, I th- At the same time, I understand that, like, we have different predilections. Like, mm-hmm. I was gifted at mathematics at a young age and not, ev- not everyone is. It was easy for me and it was joyful also. Uh, and so I found that working... When did you first start to, like, kind of realize that? Oh, it was, like, I always. I was, like, doing um, algebra problems kind of in my own head before they, I, I was taught that. It just sort of made sense to me. And I always say that my first access to the Sublime was mathematics. It was fun and joyful. Mm-hmm. And it was just like these little problems that made perfect sense when I figured them out. Uh, and because then it was joyful to me, it was easy to work hard. Hard mm-hmm. work, I think when something is joyful to you, and I feel this way now about writing, um, hard work is easier to do. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's what talent is. That you that there's something that comes naturally to you or that you can learn to treat it as though it comes naturally to you. Mm -hmm. And so the hard work required doesn't feel as onerous. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, in, in sort of like the theories (laughs) of innatism or nativism, that's the idea that like, that there are certain things, you know, that that the mind is not a tabula rasa, that that we're not Mm -hmm. born totally blank. And that it's not experience that gives us not, it's like experience is a catalyst for something inborn.
5: Yeah, I have. It's really hard for me, of course, you know, as a, as a, a queer mobiologist, I really want to believe in the idea of tabula rasa, the idea that, you know, we sort of are formed almost exclusively by our experience, you know, and of course, like human genetics would say no, right? Human genetics would say, of course, there's stuff that we get from our moms and our dads who, like, that give us certain what I would call predilections or sort of innate senses of how we are in the world. That's probably true. I I hate it though. I I, like, I wish that weren't the case. It makes me very uncomfortable.
0: Well, I like to think of it that way though, that, that experience unlocks knowledge, but isn't the source of it. Yes. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Which is like, it, it, it kind of, I don't know, like it's like a kid banging at a piano. Mm -hmm. right it's like who knows what other i mean this goes kind of back to what fran was saying about with the kardashians not having talent or you know anything (laughs) besides money it's like there Mm. are other factors there's got to be because like what is like privilege Mm -hmm. right time Mm -hmm. um and privilege is also time and money yeah obsession Um, with the public eye i mean there's a lot of (laughs) yes social
5: media there's a lot of there's mm-hmm. a lot of genius that goes unrecognized because what, what is the I- famous Einstein quote? Like if you spend if – you, if your metric of genius is how to climb a tree, a fish will spend its entire life mm-hmm. never being called a genius when it is a genius at being a fish, right? That's like
0: <laughs> – no, but like that's like – I mean I think about this as, when, when it comes to talents and athletics, right? You yeah. can love basketball all you want, but homie, if you're 5'6", yep. you're not going to be a basketball that player. That was my sister. My yeah. sister
5: was 5'2". And wanted to be a basketball player more than anything. And I think that was the first, like, disappointment in her life was just, like, her body couldn't do it. Her body couldn't do
1: it. That's totally real. And for me, when I think about this question, I think that the balance shifts to some extent depending on what we're talking about. So, like, I think that there are places and, and things where, like physical talent for something is evident mm. or or the lack of it is evident. I think there coordination are, or co- ba- balance right, right coordination, yeah. <laughs> balance, like being tall enough to do basketball or not, like those are there. I think to some extent there's some of that actually with music as well. There there, mm. there mm. there's um there's evidence for talent in music, you know, in children very young sometimes and and evidence that there's a lack of it. When it comes to like writing, for example, I think that it exists. I think talent for writing exists, but I think that there's a lot more potential to sort of like overcome a lack of talent if it's there. I think it's, it writing to me really lends itself to being something that you can learn to do very, very well. Mm -hmm. Although I do agree very much with that Sam Delaney quote that at the end of the day, I think sometimes there's something that talented writing has that other writing, even if it's very good and Mm well-crafted, doesn't necessarily have. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of a tough question for me, but I was (laughs) recently... (laughs) Watching a little biography on Michelle Kwan on YouTube. Oh no, <laughs>
0: really? Shocking no
1: one. <laughs> wow. And <Word>? her her <laughs> basic skills um, coach, which is the first level of figure skating training that you do as like a little kid, like you'll start in basic skills classes, was like, she was not a standout in her class. Mm-hmm. Like there are kids, like like there are little five and six and seven year olds who you can immediately see have talent, have real talent. And then there are kids who really clearly don't. Yeah. And... She was like she was run of the bell, mm-hmm. and she became Michelle fucking Quan. You know,
0: and that, that sounds like a lot of work went into probably a lot yeah. of luck, a lot of privilege. I mean, also think about like the yodeling boy, mm-hmm. Dad, mm-hmm. you know, Daddy. obviously very very talented yodeling boy. You at know, and it's like I wonder like somebody who's like that good at singing that young, yeah. like from the jump. Yeah. I can't look at that <laughs> 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 our pale king. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> without without believing Ooh. that some kind of talent has to exist yeah. mm-hmm. right and i think in some of like when it comes to certain forms of art and athleticism you know you think of i, I had a singing teacher one time and, and i was just like do you believe in talent and yeah. she was like i've seen it too much not to believe yeah it's, it's there. a thing
5: mm-hmm. but I, I i liked dennis's point about writing specifically though and what i like about it dennis is that um Different people might have different sort of predilections or inborn skills or whatever, but there are different ways to be a writer. You can be a you can be a musical writer, Mm -hmm. or you can be a writer who writes very short, not musical sentences. So, like whatever sort of you bring, whatever skills your body you know, grants you, there are ways to incorporate that into, like, incredible prose. And we have, like, if, you you know, like, think of Hemingway versus Faulkner, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you could not have any more different sentences, but then those are two of the, you know, geniuses of 20th century American literature. But they must do something similar.
0: Like they must do something similar in the sense, yeah, in the sense of like them, like their writing is able to trans, like is, is is able to, um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? Not transgress, but, but it's, it's able to transfer something more than information, right? That is able to transfer feeling or whatever. Do you think writing is a talent?
2: I'm trying to I'm trying to think of um, writers that were just largely not recognized during their time hmm. um, and I mean when you brought up this idea of like talent and and hard work and you talking about how you don't really believe in t- uh, a talent kind of ish um, I thought immediately have you guys ever heard of Vivian Meyer the photographer Vivian Meyer oh. um, she she um, was a nanny? You oh know? yeah, yeah. She was and a nanny living in Chicago. Whole archive of her one hundred fifty thousand photos that, that she yeah, just took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous street style photography. That street style photography that she took during the course of her entire life. Never published a single photo. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from like, she might have had a few publications, but all of her work was recognized. Later, much later after she died mm. um, she didn't put any sort of hard work into getting recognized she put oh, work wow. into maybe the work itself but to me that that is like I think immediately of like talent and not of hard work hmm. when I think of that example and I'm trying to think of like the writing uh, equivalent of like someone like Vivian I Meyer. Just,
5: I don't know. I think that there are two things that you're t- you're parsing out there, Fran. There's the craft of doing the work itself, which she certainly had to work hard at, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Versus the craft, <laughs> or versus the hard work that it takes to be publicly recognized. Yeah, those yeah. are t- well, those success. Are I don't think different. is dependent yeah. on talent at all. Those no, no. I, I,
0: I think <laughs> that could be hmm. dependent on a talent or somebody else's talent oh, or I, recognition. I, but, but I just okay. Well. Actually, no. I'm curious what you all think your talents are. Oh well, my god! I, well, oh.
2: I I know what you said is, is true. Uh, in that you saying, you saying uh, I don't think you need to have like a, a ton of talent to be recognized. I know it was true because I don't believe myself to have a ton of talent, but I work really hard to get recognized.
5: But isn't friend? Isn't that work? I would I would actually say you are talented at working hard. At not working hard. at at doing the right thing to get recognized. You you are really good at sort of, um, you know, public-facing PR, for example, in a way, I could never do what you do, I could never do.
4: Mm -hmm. You know?
0: I mean, is that not a talent? It sounds like you have a sense of what's going to work on people.
2: Yeah. I'm yeah. always thinking of the audience. And I've said this on the podcast before. I just... I, I, I won't make art. I won't do what I do unless I have an audience. I like interacting with an audience. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's like... The, the This whole conversation topic, you know, put me put me in a rut. Because oh, I was no. just like... I was like, oh, God. Like, I, I just... Am I like a total failure or fraud if like after my book releases um, at any point after the publication, like it'll be a product of like my work and my hustle and like my networking and the people that I talk to at parties and like my marketing ability and not so much the – the um, how great the book
0: is? Because that's
2: how I see it going. That's how I see it going. And, you know, maybe I'm discrediting myself too much, but
1: I
0: know that – You also – I feel you, like you'll know when it's made. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sure.
1: But I – I, Yeah. I mean, I feel like you are discrediting yourself too much just to, like, say that very bluntly. You know, I'm a big fan of your fiction. But um, I think it's also important to recognize that while it's very true that talent doesn't determine success especially in the writing world that doesn't mean that if success comes and there's all of the marketing and all of those things that the talent or the quality of the work isn't there hmm. um, but that part is like your job that's the writer's job like hmm. that's not the publicist's job that's not the the publisher's job that's yeah. not the agent's job that's yeah, your job exactly. and so you have to like, like like f- when I think about this stuff for my novel I think about the fact that at the end of the day like yes I hope that I will get you know a great deal with a major house and maybe some money. But at the end of the day, the most important thing has to be, like, the work. And if I'm proud of the work and if I feel good about it, then then that's all that matters. And if but, the other things don't come, then they don't come.
2: The oh, ho- see, I don't always... Sorry, what go, were you going to... I don't always agree with that. Yeah. I, I think that there's a lot of times where the, mo- where <sighs> the work is the most important thing, um, depending upon what, what the form is. But sometimes when I'm making things, and that's not necessarily like in writing, but in other fields that I work in, sometimes I'm making something and I realize that making the product, making the actual thing that we do is really 15% of the work. And making sure that you get it in front of people or making sure that it, it's like produced really well, making sure that like it's getting to the right audience or whatever is like 85%. Well, I know the that's work not,
1: of the, the success, right? That's
2: the work of the success, right? But that's the thing is, like, uh, to me, I don't, I don't understand the point of the product if it doesn't have the success, and that's like not a good quality for me <laughs> to have. But that's <laughs> just no, like how that's like how I function. Um, so more often than not, I'm thinking I have to think about the hundred percent of it, mm-hmm. and not always, but a lot of times, like the actually making the thing is just a small percent of like what I think
0: is the total of the work yeah. or i mean total as it as it is important to you exactly
5: i i mean i think it's super interesting i kind of am like 50% between uh, fran and dennis on this that i do think that there's like a certain purity of craft of making the work and that that is certainly to me not 15% of the work. It's the most important thing. But I also, as a, a small press writer, and I know that, you know, Tommy and I have talked about this a lot, when you have a book out on a small press, it is, there is no publicist. Even right. when you mm-hmm. have a book out these days on a major press, there might be a publicist, but that oh, yeah. person's working on a gajillion and no thing. one is going to work as hard on your book exactly. as you do. No. Yeah. Exactly. So actually, but what I've, what I've learned is that, yeah, like, a lot of the logistics of it, like finding places to read, setting up this and that, like buying airplane tickets, that shit is not, you know, that doesn't feed my work but you know what Mm -hmm. does actually feed my work is reading it out loud to an audience Mm -hmm. and actually that reteaches me how to write in new ways and like this show is a shit ton of work but like it's taught me how to write in new ways so what i've i guess i've been surprised by the hard work of like doing book publicity and doing interviews and things like that. But then it also teaches you about the work. All of the interviews I've done about Mm -hmm. the little small press book have like taught me things about myself and also like Mm. gives me an opportunity to talk about it and also to write. Oftentimes you're writing those interviews. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I view Mm -hmm. that I just try to view that as a craft project as well. Mm -hmm. And then it puts me in the realm of the type (laughs) of hard work that I, like doing the, actually the interviews
2: yeah. and the pr and the speaking gigs yeah, you include yeah, yeah. that
5: within the work and that stuff is but fine. that's
2: but would that yeah. i agree with that and and but that's yeah, still but, you know not the product itself yeah
5: i mean but they're uh, separate but they're still both
2: important yeah. with
5: books it's really hard because i mean and I finished writing that book that just came out. I finished writing it like four fucking years ago. Like it just—it mm. it takes so long yeah, for books the to come out, industry, you know. Seriously. Um, so it—I it, worked my fucking ass off on that, but I feel so removed from mm-hmm. like that yeah. actual work of sitting in a room working on that thing. What do you think some of your talents are, Joe? Oh, it's So I think actually perseverance, mm-hmm. and I think that like to be to finish a PhD to finish a book.
2: But isn't perseverance hard work?
5: It is. That's what I mean. One of my I think oh, my biggest here. my uh. biggest talent is just that I try really hard <laughs> and that <laughs> I and that I don't that I try to learn. Like I think actually one of my biggest talents is also that I'm super open to learning. Mm-hmm. Like I learn from Y'all at this table. I learn from books that I read. Like I'm kind of like a sponge in that way, and mm-hmm. I think that's also why I was able to go from doing science to do doing science and reading and writing because like I, it all just kind of goes in me and then like gets this weird queer mix remix inside of me, and then kind of like I've learned how to turn it into a product that I love, uh, but it's taken a lot of emotional labor and a lot of hard work, and I just that I think is the the biggest talent I have.
0: Do you yeah. see that antecedent? Or the antecedent for your talent in your parents at all, or do, do you see things mm. about them that you
5: then reflect? Mm-hmm. I do, yeah. Like what? Mm. Uh, the, the, I mean, it's not just my parents; it's my whole like the Irish Catholic family. <laughs> that is just like everyone is just like th- that. You work twelve-hour days or whatever. <laughs> Usually, in the in the straight notion, is to feed your family, right? That mm-hmm. was the biggest thing. It was very working-class family. So, like that is for sure the case. Yeah. Similarly, mm-hmm.
2: I. I I you know was born poor, grew up middle class, uh, but before my my family couldn't afford me when I was born. I was an accident, um, and I my mom had to quit her job to be a stay at home mom with me mm. because they couldn't afford a babysitter. Same. So um, my I remember um, hearing the story much later in life, but my dad um, who uh, kind of got his quote big break after graduating um, college. Um, Showing up to this, he works in the stock market. I still don't know what he does, to be <laughs> honest. I know it's something to do with the stock market. I'm not sure. But he showed up to what was the office of his dream job pre internet um, and just was like, hey, do you guys have a job here? And they were like, mm-hmm. no. And he was like, okay, I'll come back tomorrow. And he came back tomorrow and he's like, hey, do you guys have a job here? And they were like, no and he was like okay I'll come back tomorrow and he did that over and over and over and over and over again until finally he said you know what we might have something hop in for this interview Mm. and that's the kind of person my dad was my dad has always told me the squeaky wheel gets the grease and And sometimes you have to be annoying in order to get what you want and I was like (laughs) and I was like hashtag relatable content dad and that is absolutely one thousand percent where I get it. My mom also like runs her own practice as a as a therapist, and and you know was wanted to work for for, for herself from day one, which is where I get that. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely a product of my parents.
1: I think there's something to just the idea that um, whatever your your distinct thing is, there is an acceptance that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something about the fact that it is distinct to you, and that maybe you didn't choose it, that is really beautiful, and like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For art making, for me, like that's really, like that's really helpful for me when I think about my limitations and when I think about my talents,
0: abilities. Well, I think about your limitations all the time. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just
1: kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love you, D. I love you, D. I love you, D. We, that's that, That's it. That we stuck the landing on
4: that. <laughs> <With these> limitations.
2: Meow. <laughs> 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 hey kittens. <laughs> Did you uh, not get enough of our perfect thought process? Did it give you pause? No! <laughs> I'm sorry. Join us and all our listeners on Twitter for the rest of the conversation. Each week we pin a thought-starting little question at the top of our Twitter page so y'all can, you know, talk amongst yourselves and get some extra kibbles and bits. Oh my god. I'm, I'm gonna... so sorry. <laughs> I was gonna break this beer bottle all over my head. Um that is at a food for thought pod on Twitter. As always, it's food, the number four, and thought spelled how. T H O T.
5: Check it.
0: <laughs> mm, I've hmm. got that feeling like I'm full, but I could fit one more thing inside of me. Dennis knows how I feel. Ah. <laughs> Ooh. And our dessert this week is brought to us by Ho.
5: Hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> fuck you, team. We need to do this again. <laughs> um, so this week, our dessert is uh, one of my favorite artists. He's been a favorite artist of mine for a long time. It's Nick Cave. Um, he actually, I didn't know this and I should Married have. Married to Mariah Carey? Uh, different,
4: <laughs> different. different,
5: <human> <laughs> Importantly, there's also a Nick Cave who's a musician and who's white. This is not that person. No. Okay, um, Nick Cave is a black gay artist. Uh, he actually was trained as a dancer and I didn't know that. He was hmm. trained at the Ailey School but makes perfect sense for his work. His most famous work um, are these sound suits and so they're these um, whole body suits that are actually um, sometimes not but often meant to actually be worn and they sort of hide all of the flesh of the body and one of the things they do is um kind of, what well, first of all they hide markers of identity so they hide race they hide obviously class they hide gender you every bit of skin is covered and they look sort of humanoid right so it's like this thing that might not have a head or might have a big extended head and then when you walk in it it makes it sort of turns movement into music right so it's percussive and Claudia Rankine writes about that this in her book citizen that when she saw Nick Cave's work she had no idea about you know the identity of the artist who made it, but she's like, I know he's black, mm. and indeed, and indeed he was. And his first soundsuit that he made was in ninety two as a response to the Rodney King beating, and he literally just went all around. I think he was in Chicago at that point, and the first soundsuit was made out of found objects and all, all organic objects, so sticks and rocks and things like that. Mm. Um, his work, I mean, they're just. What I love about Nick Cave's Soundsuits in particular, but all of his work, is that um, they make you pause. You look at it and you think you understand it. Mm Because it looks like a human body, but Mm -hmm. then it's just different enough that it really makes you... Question Like, what is the body and what is not the body, and the way it hides and shows and reveals, and the fact that they're actually made oftentimes to dance in. Mm-hmm. So, it like takes this really super ancient human um, need to move as ceremony mm-hmm. and then creates a, a second skin on it. Mm. And the dance pieces are really, really beautiful. And so, um, he has a show coming to New York. Uh, it's called The Let Go, it's at the Park uh, Avenue armory this summer in June and July. Oh, it's the summer. Um, It's the summer, yeah. And as part of it, so it's installations, but also he's like doing a dance party because it's all about sort of the political moment we're living in and how hard it is to be a a body that carries any marginalization. Mm. And so it's like, it's making sound suits and doing dance performances, but it's also, he's just having a dance party Mm. because he's like, one of the things that we can do to resist is actually just let our bodies move yeah. and be in community with one another and that that is an artistic practice, yeah. you know? And a um, self-care. And it's totally, totally, totally So it's self-core. called the let go. The let go. The thing yeah. that you can't do.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, ho, you came for him, he came for you.
5: <laughs> oh, it's only fair. I love um, Nick's work. I love it, I love it, I love and it. And you know this
2: is genuine because, you know, I'm uh, um, uh, – Joe has uh, fucked almost every company member of the Ailey School, and this is one I've only he, fucked one. I have <laughs> only. It was it was my life goal. Bye. This is one Joe has not fucked, and this, therefore it is just a, a complete uninhibited endorsement. It is That's absolutely. Yeah. I just, yeah. truly yeah. sincere. He is cute
1: though. I, uh, bye. bye. Oh my God. <laughs> I So I did watch the video that Joe sent us in our in our doc of this, which yeah. maybe we can put in the show notes. Mm. And I just looked at it and I thought oh my gosh, here's choreography that Joe could do.
5: Ah! <laughs> so Nick K., please check it out this summer. It's going to be incredible. A friend of mine just heard him speak about the installation at an arts conference, and she's just so excited about it.
4: Mm, that yeah. was tasty. Thanks, mm, Joe. Of
5: course. This episode
0: of Food for Thought is made possible by the generous, unequivocal support of Rosé, And our partnership with Into, an online magazine for queer news and culture. Head to IntoMore.com each week for a special little love letter from The Thoughts. Our engineer is Alex Mead Fox at Spaceman Sound Studios. And our producer is the real tasty delight,
5: Alexandra (laughs) (laughs) DeBalma. The only tasty delight in all of New York that hasn't gone out of business.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
0: if you're in the greater nyc area come through for the book launch of junk my third book length poem tonight at the ace hotel new york which is also going to kick off a northeast tour between myself and joseph osmondson hi throughout all of your favorite cities up in the northeast so you should probably go to joe's website for that because i don't got one so (laughs) I'm Fran. You can follow me at Fran Squish
2: Co. And because I don't have enough on my plate, I'm doing a 500. 45-mile bike race wow. um, from San Francisco to Los Angeles to help raise awareness and dollars for the HIV AIDS crisis. So it's, called- it's called the AIDS Life Cycle. Okay. Not so-
0: blisters on your tape. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that will also be a thing. I'm going to need a lot of different cramps to rub on my size um, But if you go click on any of my social media bios, you will find the link where you can Give me a little love and help me um, fundraise yeah. for the HIV/AIDS crisis, which is very much so still a crisis um, in uh, an administration
5: that has erased us from their website and dismissed our HIV/AIDS council. And, Bucky uh, run tomato yep. cut all our budgets and anyways. I am Joseph Osmondson. You can find me at www.josephosmondson.com, and I do have Tommy's tour information on my website because I love him so much.
1: <laughs> and I'm Dennis Norris II, and you can find me at my website
0: www.dennisnorrisii.com, where you can order copies of my chat book. You can listen to Food for Thought on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download Golden Audio Goodness. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and Joe will finally stop texting his exes. Oh <laughs> my Never God. gonna happen.
1: Never gonna happen. Dream on. <laughs> nope. Find Dream
0: us- on! <laughs> they all
1: listen to this show anyway. Hi, boy.
0: Find us on Twitter and Facebook as Food for Thought Pod and on Instagram as Gay Read. <laughs> Sign up for our newsletter for episode insights, reading lists, and... <sighs>
4: delectable content (laughs) at
0: foodforthoughtpodcast.com and finally send your questions thoughts concerns and dick pics to thoughts at foodforthoughtpodcast.com as always that's food the number four and thoughts about ho t-h-o-t thanks for listening see you next week bye
2: I am um, experiencing a quarter life crisis um, for a number of reasons, and so I'm trying CrossFit tomorrow.
1: <laughs> oh, who are you? You're off the show.
2: One. <laughs> Two. I just got an email from my instructor that was like, "Hey, here's some things you need to know. Like, bring a bottle of water. Like, it's gonna be 60 to 90 minutes. Blah blah." No. And then, and then he,
1: <laughs> Yeah, that should have That's
2: typical. And then he says, "Just a warning. I'm probably the biggest Taylor Swift fan you're going to meet." <laughs> oh, yeah! God, so, drag. don't be surprised if you hear a lot Spot of our music tomorrow. Aboard! You have Spot been bored. I will Spot be going and segment. I will be using this for writing material. <laughs> I
1: at Crossfish. on the street. Oh my god. But it's
0: like, how could you take the worst thing in America and, and make, make it worse? <laughs> yes! Oh my god. Hold up.